0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to have you with us again today. We offer many different ways to help you with your way back to peace and calm, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. Besides the Twice a Week podcast, which you can subscribe to, you can join the free Facebook group, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get a couple of emails a month with extras from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. Today we'll be talking about bringing mindfulness to everyday stress. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to thank everyone who has been over to our Patreon page and has become a patron, has supported the show, and made their dollars count. Thank you so much. And now for today's show, bringing mindfulness to everyday stress. This is a topic that actually gets a lot of attention when you're working with me because we need to make a point of moving our meditation and our mindfulness off of the meditation cushion, so to speak, and bring it out into our everyday life because this is where the changes happen, that uh, once we have learned how to be in our mindfulness state by doing our meditations and practicing that daily, it's very important to remember to bring this out into daily life. The first point that I want to make is about the difference between meditation, mindful meditation, and how it's different from relaxation. Now, relaxation is absolutely a wonderful thing. And Herbert Benson did all of the work and research on the relaxation response and how important that is. That is a state that we want to be in. But it's important to understand that meditation is different from relaxation. Meditation can bring on relaxation sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't, right? Often your meditation can be uh, irritating or can bring on some discomfort, as we've talked about in other podcasts. But what we want to do is to know that our intention of our meditation can make a difference. Now, but when you want to relax, you want you there's a lot of different things that you can do. You can actually even watch a show, a television show. You can read. You can uh, go for a, just a relaxing walk, uh, soaking in a hot tub with essence salts, which I love to have people do, uh, breathing exercises, and a lot of other things, doing your yoga and so forth. These are wonderful, and they do get you into the relaxation response. So that's very important. When we talk about mindfulness meditation, we're talking about an intention. And our intention is to, to really pay attention to what mindfulness meditation is. It is paying attention in the present moment, on purpose, and as if it really matters. That's the way I like to look at it. It is non-judgmental is our final piece of that. So it's paying attention in the present moment, on purpose, as if it mattered, and non-judgmentally. I've talked about this many, many times, and I will probably continue to talk about it because it's important to understand this and to see the non-judgmental piece and why it's so important. And usually in mindfulness, we are, we are being aware of many different things we can use our senses like as in when I teach mindful eating uh, one of the mindfulness meditations that we do is with a raisin right we take the one raisin and we spend quite a bit of time with it tuning in all our senses and that isn't specifically for relaxation but it is truly a deepening experience of bringing people into the present moment If you are thinking of using your mindfulness meditation as a way of relaxing, you may want to think again, because you can get yourself into a little bit of trouble with that, because what you start to do is, if you don't feel relaxed, which can happen very often with meditation, then you feel like you're doing it wrong your mind is going to do what it's going to do that day, which means it's going to be generating thoughts. And we don't know what those thoughts are at the moment. And you may be hard on yourself and say, oh no, it's not working. So this could lead to feelings of frustration. It can actually add to your stress and you will feel down on yourself. You'll feel disappointed. And then you're going down the wormhole yet again with your anxiety. So let's not pin any expectations on our mindfulness meditation. It may or it may not be relaxing. We're going to save our relaxing things as a whole nother category of things to do to be in the relaxation response and probably do another podcast very specifically on what those ideas are. But today we want to talk more about the mindfulness piece. One of the things you can do is to take your journal and begin to ask yourself these questions when you have time to write about them. So you might want to make a note that you want to come back to this podcast when you have your journal so that you can journal these questions. And one of the things you want to do is really spend some time, some, ref, you know, some reflective time. Let your thoughts bubble up let all of your senses become involved. Notice what is happening when you write about these questions. And the first one would be, how is your stress and your anxiety about s- certain people affecting your life? The next question would be, how is your stress and anxiety about your work life affecting your life? How is work playing into your stress and anxiety. The third question would be checking in on your stress and anxiety about the world and the world affairs around you. Uh, How is that affecting your life? How is stress or anxiety about food, your eating habits? How is that affecting your life? Is there any stress or anxiety there? How is stress or anxiety about your sleep or your lack of sleep or your insomnia? How is that, the stress, the thinking about it, how is that affecting your life? The final question you want to ask for your journal exercise is how is the stress or anxiety about exercise or your lack of physical activity? How does that affect your life? What are your thoughts and feelings? And let all of your senses be involved here. See what comes up. After journaling about something like this, you begin to have more of an awareness. So it's not just that we read about it or we heard about it, but we actually put pen to paper and wrote about it. This actually gives us more awareness. And as your awareness grows, you'll be able to see how your uh, stress levels and your anxiety is actually affecting different areas of your life. Of course, it's normal that stress is in our lives and that it affects our lives, but the fact that you will be now very aware of what is actually happening and that it isn't just a passing thought, but that you are cognizant of these effects that are happening in your life from your stress, this will be a great step toward your well-being and your health. You know, I have another podcast on formal and informal meditation practices, and so what I'm going to be talking about here as we go forward in this podcast would be considered an informal meditation practice. And like I said earlier, what we really want to learn to do is to bring our mindfulness off the cushion and bring it into our lives with us. I uh, actually, the first time I had heard that was uh, from a a Tai Chi teacher who actually was mentioning that we will begin to notice the moves, our Tai Chi moves from, I learned 108 uh, Tai Chi set. And when you bring, when you practice it long enough, you begin to notice those moves out in your life. And it was very true. And I, that stuck with me for a very long time. And I think it is very true also of the mindfulness and our awareness of what we are doing, thinking, sensing, feeling, also can be brought off the cushion from that practice and noticed throughout our whole days. Because from the moment that we wake up until we go to bed at night, we have an opportunity to look at our lives in a mindful way. And we have to have some intention to do this because like most people, you may, just when you wake up, your mind is already going. I hear this a lot. People know that as soon as they open their eyes, they're on and they have a to-do list and they feel pressured and have to accomplish things and take care of so many tasks that they aren't thinking about anything else. So I want you to experiment. If you're one of those people who feel that, experiment with giving yourself a little bit of breather space in the morning when your eyes open, okay? Give yourself a chance to be able to just do some of these practices we're going to talk about and let your day begin from there. Because the feeling of being rushed or overwhelmed, it follows into our entire day, right? It's it ends up affecting our relationships, our home life, our what we do for work and play. So no matter that what we're doing, we're always thinking about something else, we're always rushing or having that to-do list in the back of our minds. So if we can start our morning off by changing that, you're going to be amazed that over time how many things are going to change. When we become mindful in our day, throughout the whole day, you bring focus, you bring appreciation, gratitude to whatever you're doing, whatever situation you're in. You'll feel more calm and you will have more peace. And as you continue, you'll see that you can do this informal meditation practice in any situation. So here's some suggestions to get you started, but you're going to have your own because your own life has its own specific set of situations. But when you wake up in the morning, let's start there. Instead of immediately running your to-do list through your head, take a few minutes and do a mindful check-in, right? We've talked about mindful check-ins before. And just being with your body and your mind in that moment. And you start your day right there in the present moment and awareness that you're in the present moment. Do you see this? is like metacognition. You're really, really looking at yourself. You'll begin to sense greater calm and equanimity throughout the day if you start like this. Another thing that you can do is when you shower, uh, whether you're in the shower morning, noon, or night, it doesn't matter, but notice what you're thinking about when you're in the shower. I love having these touchstones of specific places, right? The bed when your eyes open, the shower, or the uh, the bath, the water on your skin. Let that be a trigger for you to begin to think mindfully, to notice what your mind is already thinking. Is it planning and rehearsing for the day, or are you aware of the water, the soap, the the way the sensations of the heat, the temperature of the water on your body, the sound. Bring all your senses into that uh, morning or evening routine with you and let that be a mindful moment. Usually what we're thinking about at times like this when we wake up in the morning or when we're uh, taking our shower or bath, we're thinking thoughts that we've already thought you know, a hundred times before. So these thoughts are not particularly serving us. So let them go for a moment. Enjoy the moment. Imagine that, enjoying the moment. Another place to practice mindful meditation would be when you are communicating with others, whether it is at your home or at work, to actually listen and connect. Be with them. If you have a pet, it's another chance for you to connect. Actually be with the pet. Don't mindlessly pet the dog. You know, feel them. Feel the texture. Feel the warmth, the heart beating, the beautiful look in those eyes. Actually be there with them. It doesn't take long to make a really deep, heartful connection, and that will change your day. One of the places that I like best is the car, because driving in the car can give us a lot of opportunities for mindfulness, and so can the actual getting in the car or starting the car so you can either use the door opening or your actual starting of the car to be like mindful where am i where am i going what am i doing let that be a nice trigger for being mindful being in the present moment being that i have taught mindful eating for so many years Obviously, the meal time is a very special time uh, for me as far as teaching others how to bring mindfulness into their lives. Uh, One of the first places that I had a silent, mindful meal was at a retreat center in Skinny Atlas, New York, and it was a very interesting opportunity to be with other people, to be eating a meal, and to be in silence it really brings everything home to you. It was very special. So uh, it is carried with me throughout my life and through my work, obviously. And eating, you end up eating slower. You taste the food more. The actual flavors begin to become more alive. The textures, the temperatures, everything is brighter when you are just doing it in silence. So Instead of having a sad face about not having lunch with someone, it can be an opportunity for you to be with yourself and your thoughts and have a mindful meal. I think you'll love it. Throughout your day at work, this is a good thing to do. If you have time to have mini meditations, you can do that. I have talked about that with many people Having these mini meditations or meditation breaks where you just have, you know, maybe three to five mindful breaths at your desk can really shift the day. So try those. And if you don't have time for that, at least do a mindful check-in. Notice maybe when you're waiting for an answer from an email or a text, just use use that moment for your own good. Check in. How is the body? Where are you? Where are your thoughts? Just let it all slow down just for a moment. And then when the day is ending and you're heading home again, be mindful of the changes that are happening, right? You're going from one activity, work or school or running the kids around to home life. Okay, so things are going to shift. There's going to be, a you know, different responsibilities. Be aware of that. Again, use the car, the car pulling into the driveway or the parking lot, and just let that be. As you're turning the car off, be aware of where you are and what you're doing in this moment because it will make that moment complete. And then you can go on to the next moment and the next moment. We're not carrying around the entire day with us. And then again, when you do get home, maybe you can do a mindful check-in again. Just as you are taking your things out of your pockets or putting your purse away, let that be the trigger for where am I? Who's here? What am I doing next? And just being with that, the shift, the change in going from one thing to another. The beauty of integrating these informal practices into our daily life is that we get to deepen the experience of mindful meditation. We get to deepen it from the meditation cushion out into our whole daily life. It becomes one mindful moment after another. And you'll be amazed. You think it's taking time, but it actually is something that gives versus takes away. I hope that you will give this a try. I hope that you'll take the opportunity to do that little bit of a journal exercise, because it really makes a difference for us to put pen to paper and see what is actually happening. It gets us out of the hamster wheel of our mind, puts it on paper, where we have a little space in between it and us and we can look at it non-judgmentally. We can see it for what it is. And as we close this podcast, you can take a moment right now and notice what you're thinking, how you're feeling mentally, physically, emotionally. Observe your thoughts for a moment and know that you just did an informal practice and you can do it again. I hope today's podcast has been helpful for you. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you of our group coaching and our one-on-one coaching. If you need more help than you are getting here on the podcast alone, you can contact us and we can set up a free call. We can talk about whether one-on-one coaching or group coaching might be right for you. Head on over to anxietycoachespodcast.com and on the one-on-one coaching page, you'll see all the information about uh, the coaching and how you can set up your one-on-one call with us. And now for today's quote. The most powerful control we can ever attain is to be in control of ourselves. And that's from Chris Page.